The Big Breakfast with Jono and Nat. A Dubai 92 podcast. Check one, two. Ready to go. Dubai 92's Big Breakfast with Jono and Nat. Great. Hello, 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 hello. Welcome along to Hump Day, everybody. Ah, it happened. It's happened this morning. What's happened? I put the heating on on the way to work in the car. Weird. It was actually three degrees warmer this morning when I left the house than it was yesterday. What? Yesterday, 24 degrees. Today, 27. No, I felt it nippy this morning. I was like, oh, I might need the heat. I say the heating. I had it on 24, which is nice because normally it's just on like 19, a solid 19 all the time. In the car? Yeah. What's Goodness, it? do you ride around with penguins? See, because we're different. We're different blooded. I feel like I might be. I might be more warm blooded than you in 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 respect of the heat How here. How have you figured that out? Because I feel like you've acclimatized. I think that's what it is. You I'm always feel cold. cold. Yeah, you've you've acclimatized. It's a lifetime of being here in the UAE. You just managed. You operate at a different temperature. You're built different. Yes, in, in more ways than one, let's be honest. <laughs> I mean, literally and figuratively as well. Secret sound back this morning at 8.10. The prize pot stands at a whopping 3,800 dirhams. Oh, that'd be so nice. If you're up and at them so far this morning, well done. Halfway through the week, hump day. And we're asking you to get involved in our junior commentator this morning. If the kids are up bright and breezy and they'd like to get involved and do an audition video for us, we'd love to see them. Send them through to our WhatsApp this morning. A super simple video, by the way. You, sh- you shouldn't feel overwhelmed by it. Just a video pretending to commentate on a sport or on a game, showing your commentating skills, if you will. If you can't do a sport or a game, commentate on the actions of your siblings or perhaps the uh, pets in your house whatever works for you yes that's exactly that's it short and sweet whatsapp it to us and you never know you could be our junior co- junior commentator at this year's Emirates Dubai 7s with season passes for your family the Kickstarter quiz is back in about 7 minutes time maybe 10 minutes actually come to think of it The Big Breakfast with Jono and Nat a Dubai 92 podcast the first time I heard this song I thought who is this band then I went nuts for the Counting Crows I bought their album on cassette I listened to it until I wore it out and it was the first CD that I ever bought because oh. I told myself you know CDs were so much more expensive than cassettes were that I was like it has to be an album that I really love and then that went down the drain because then I just started buying CDs right left and center and then the same thing happened with vinyl where I was like I will only buy vinyl records of my favorite albums and August and everything after from the Canning Crows is right up there with one of the best albums ever, ever made. Well, now there's a new way to buy albums. It's not digital download. It is, in fact, a small chip that looks like a teeny tiny CD. Uh, they're called micro albums, and you can buy them. It's got a little chip inside. It looks like a little... Um it looks like a little coin. You pop it on the top of your phone and it actually gives you the entire album to download. Yeah, it is. Honestly, I saw this on social media. It's pretty cool. It's the size of a badge that you would wear, you know, like yeah. when you bought badges, like band badges to put on your jacket and that kind of stuff. It's the size of that. And you literally just place it on top of your phone and then it downloads the, the, the music. It opens up all the art form, the lyrics, everything. It is insane the way that technology has changed. And the album, you can put it on your keyring because it's so teeny tiny. Hey, Happy World Vegan Day today. Today's the day to try it out. Go for some of those meat-free options, perhaps. Uh, World Vegan Day, they reckon, because the amount of people that stop eating meat on that day for World Vegan Day, they get a lot of people who convert across and become vegans. Right. But also that they save a whole lot of greenhouse gas emissions on that day as well. So, so today I'm supposed to just eat vegan yeah, stuff. Yeah, get off the meat. That's it. Mm-hmm. Just for today. Well, I've already messed that up. <laughs> to tell you that much. And happy birthday to Anthony Kiedis, who is 61 today from the Red Hot Chili Peppers. Nice. Also, Sophie B. Hawkins. Yes, the girl who had this hit. She is 59. And here's a blast from the past. 
Tina Arena. Remember Tina Arena? Yeah, I remember Tina. Vaguely. Like, she's like uh, Australia's sweetheart, kind of. She's not no Kylie Minogue, but uh, she celebrates her birthday today as well. She's 56. And also celebrating his birthday today, Tim Cook, him off of Apple, you know, who replaced Steve yeah, Jobs, yeah, right? Yeah. He is 63 today, so if you're celebrating a birthday, you celebrate it with all of them. They're big. That's a big day. On the way, the Kickstarter quiz is back. The Big Breakfast with Jono and Nat. A Dubai 92 podcast. And time for the third Kickstarter quiz of the week. We're going to play a round of Spy the Lie. I enjoy this, Nats. Normally ask me three stories and then one of them is a lie. And then right? you learn a lot of stuff, right? Are you ready for this? Go on. Okay. A survey found that 15% of women drove themselves to a hospital before giving birth. The crocodile can stick its tongue out four feet. And in a survey, a third of adults said that they wished that they had the courage to get rid of all their TVs. Like just be a house with no TVs. One and three sound legit. I think women drive themselves to the hospital because knowing from my mum, right. it's just there's no there's no holding back. Uh, so like which one threshold. do you think is the lie? So the middle one must be the lie because I don't think an alligator's tongue. A crocodile. Crocodile. Yeah. It's basically the same, aren't they? Its, Both you snappy. don't think it can stick its tongue out four feet? Because I don't think its tongue is very long. I think it only has a really small, short tongue. Is that what you're going with That's then? what I'm going with. <laughs> Yay. That is correct for one point. Okay. Pound for pound, hamburgers cost more than new cars. An ostrich's eye is bigger than its brain, and an arctophile collects model boats. An arctophile? Yeah, A R C tophile. That is incorrect. An arctophile does not collect boats. They collect. Hmm. I I think it might be teddy bears. Weirdly, I could be wrong on that. He, he pretends like uh, he's not sure. Am I actually correct? He actually knows exactly. Am I correct? Is it really teddy bears? Don't pretend like when you don't know the answer. It, it no, but seriously, you. is it teddy bears? Yes. Fake, <laughs> fake. So good. Humbleness. Humbleness. Uh, humbleness. This is why you and don't. And bravado so. does not suit you. Genius. You ready? Honey is the only food that doesn't spoil. The world's termites outweigh the world's humans three to one, and all unmarked swans in open waters in England belong to the monarch. Honey is not the only food that doesn't go off because butter also goes off. The unmarked swans thing belong to the monarch, that's true. And okay. then whatever the second thing you said is termites uh, outweighing humans, that's yeah. true as well. Okay. So it's the honey. Because butter, butter doesn't uh, spoil also if you. All right. Can he do three, Kenny, Kenny? Tell me about the termites. Butter now? It, no, because it's. I just remembered if if it's bog butter, it doesn't go off, but normal butter does. So is it the termites thing? Yeah, the termites thing. <sighs> that was my second. They option. outweigh humans ten to one, not three to one. <laughs> okay. So I was being pedantic. There. Right. Right. I, I'm yeah. taking so two, out, two out, of out of three. Well, then two out of three is yours, and you earn them. You still win the round. I think the background knew, like the facts that I knew, aside from that, probably made up for it. Yeah, but you already me. knew the teddy bear thing. It's the. It's you know. It's. You know how I know when you lie? Go on. Right. So, you know when I know how you lie. I also know when you're like, oh, I'm going to pretend to be struggling with the answer to this question when I actually know it. <laughs> That's what happened there. Well. Well, you're like, is it that? Is it? Well, is it? It's fake. It's fakeness. The Big Breakfast with Jono and Nat. A Dubai 92 podcast. Jono and, Jono and Nat. Joni. That's I where preferred I it. I preferred it. Like Joni Mitchell. Yeah. Joni Armatraden Joni and Nats has, has got a better ring to it frankly uh, Clearly someone needs their coffee this morning You've been off the coffee for a while A year Wow Yeah a year this month How are you doing? I am well <laughs> Clearly really verbose and eloquent and well 
How are the people in your inner circle doing about this? I don't know. How are you and jo- Joey doing? It's been okay. It's been an emotional roller coaster. How, like, I don't think I could do this show without coffee, Joey. Uh, yeah, me too. I've I know that you can, but how now. are you doing with regards to me being off the coffee? I thought that was the question, wasn't You're it? You're a ray of sunshine. Mm. Yeah. What do you want? Uh, well, where did the uh, coffee come from? You might you might be like, where did, what happened? Who went? I'm gonna I'm gonna find out. Was if this it the is Italians? Good. It wasn't surprisingly. It was actually in Ethiopia. Uh, apparently, there was goat herders who saw these goats acting a bit weird, like they were wired to the moon and they kept talking to other goats, being like, "Hi, how are you? How's everything going today? Hope you're okay. How's all good?" Turns out they were eating berries. So the goat herders were like, I'm going to try these berries and see what happens. And he found the effects, the euphoric effects upon himself, which I think is just impressive. Well, and I, I really appreciate that goat herder. Because I'll tell you, for the better part of this year, I've been all right without the coffee. But the last month, my goodness, do I miss it. Humans, though, overall, we're a bit silly. Because somebody to go and eat all these things to find out what's good and what's not good. Like somebody went out and tried all the berries to be like, yeah, that's good. No, that one gave me the poops. This one gave me sick tummy. This one gave me a headache. Or like mushrooms, same thing. So like some guy called Mushroom Mike had to go out there and be like, that one's good, that one's poison. I mean, somebody yeah, to try no, that. no. You know, when I was back in Europe just now this summer, um, I went mushroom picking yeah. and I almost touched and grabbed a very, very poisonous one. And thank goodness I was with the mushroom picking expert <laughs> because I was like, look what I found. And she's like, do not touch it. But if you so, aren't an expert. Yeah, don't don't go picking mushrooms don't. if you don't know anything about it. Likewise. And thank you to the goats. Thanks, goats, because you did the job that we didn't want you to do. Could have been they gone a whole different way. It a cup of goat. Maybe, yeah. Maybe that's why it's called a cup of joe. No, that no. doesn't make any sense. The Big Breakfast with Jono and Nat. A Dubai 92 podcast. Very highbrow on the show today. A few minutes ago, we were debating where the sentence a cup of joe came from. Not a sentence. What is it? A phrase? What is it? Yeah, you just you refer to coffee and say, I'm going to have my cup of joe, right? Yeah, where did that saying come from? That's the sentence that I was looking for. And I've looked it up for you. So apparently, way back in 1914, Secretary of the Navy, Joseph Joe Dan. Daniels. He banned any strong beverage from his ships. Right. Which meant young men aboard that ship or ships thereafter, the strongest thing that they could ever find to keep them awake on this ship was a cup of coffee. And it then got called a cup of Joe. Oh, wow. Yeah, because of Josephus Joe Daniels. I might, I might start calling Silent Joe here in the studio. Cup Who of really never says anything. No, not a cup of Joe, but Josephus. I kind of like that. <laughs> Can you please stop changing my name? Yeah. Right. Oh, he speaks. He speaks. You know what? You can start speaking all you want, but you're silent, Joe. It's finished now. Okay, like a year and a half okay. we've been working with you. And sometimes I forget you're in the room. And I feel honestly, like... Honestly, I don't know what to say when you guys are talking. So That's I just, fine. I just observe. You're mm-hmm. spellbound. You're like, yeah. there's just so interesting... <laughs> <laughs> Why ruin it by speaking? Three things you need to know. Under by 92. Never have I ever been so happy that I didn't fill up my tank yesterday because the new fuel prices for November are mwah, They are so good. <laughs> They've been unveiled. Great news. Down by 41 fills what? for everything except diesel, which is down by 15 fills. So you're saving money there. You're saving money there. It's brilliant. That is amazing. That's a massive drop. Yeah, it is. That's great news. Dropped I'm- it like it's hot. <laughs> Clearly. Abu Dhabi's new airport terminal is getting a brand new name. It's going to be called Zayed International Airport. The name change is not going to be fully effective effective until February of next year. So for now, it's going to continue to be called Terminal A. It is operational 
from today with I think about 15 carriers starting operations from there today and gradually more will be added over the next couple of weeks and months. That's cool. And Disney's live action remake trend continues with a reboot of Moana apparently. Fans are chattering over who's going to portray the beloved princess and Daya is getting a majority of the votes so let's see. And Dwayne Johnson who voiced Maui in the original film confirmed his involvement in the remake back in April. Are they not just not making new movies it's just all reboots. They're making live action reboots of cartoons basically is what they're out of ideas. Yeah probably. The Big Breakfast with Jono and Nat. A Dubai 92 podcast. Uh, Here's something you can do to try and help yourself. This is going to help you in old age but also help fend off type 2 diabetes. It's not exactly the traditional here's what the doctor ordered type idea but go and check out some things like art galleries go to the theatre go to museums all, even go to the cinema. How is this going to help? That's what I thought. I'm like how is that even possible? Uh, scientists know that if you engage in the arts it keeps you healthy heart wise. It also fends off cognitive decline in old age so much like doing Sudoku uh, and combats anxiety and depression. So a trip to the cinema could be just what you needed. Oh, it's a good job I'm going next weekend to watch the Taylor Swift movie. Now, see, I don't know if that's necessary. Well, that is technically ticking two boxes because that yeah. is art. And yeah, it's and music. So I'm taking in something that I love. I'm listening to music and yeah. artists that I've now become a big, big fangirl of. I'm a Swifty. For instance, if you went to see something along the lines of one of the Fast and the Furious movies, that may not be cutting the mustard for you when it comes to an arty thing to do. Does it's, that make sense? It's still going to the cinema and you said going to the cinema, so you don't get to judge what I watch when I go. Well, regular cinema trips once a month or so seem to reduce the chances of the disease by 35% compared to those who rarely or never went to the cinema. So even just going to the cinema in general... It's good for enough. you. Yeah. That's what, what... What if I went to the cinema during the show? It's good for me. Yes, however, it is... The snacks that offset. What you mean, the the cheese popcorn mixed with the caramel popcorn? I have to close my eyes to envision it because it's just so amazing. And then I take a packet of Maltesers and I tip it into the hot popcorn and I mix it all about. Mm. And then it's just like a happy place for me. Joey, don't look at me like that. <laughs> you can't go to the cinema. This won't work this is if why. you do that. This what is you why mean? you are clogging your arteries with something that's supposed to free them up. That's why. How is going to the cinema freeing up anything? It's it. You just said it helps with anxiety and your mental health. And so does that bucket of popcorn mix that I just created. Yeah. I just think it's offset the benefit. You've done more bad than good with that one. That's all. I'm not saying you I'm not saying you shouldn't go. I'm encouraging you to go. You're encouraging me to go snackless. Yeah. What's the point? <laughs> I mean, just... honestly, what's the point of sitting at the cinema and watching everybody crunch on their popcorn? And I'm like, John, I said, it wasn't good for me. You can have a regular popcorn. You Who could. Who that? Yeah, like it's very good. And great roughage yeah. and regular Did popcorn. Did you hear about what I just concocted? Caramel cheese mix, Maltesers, M&M's in there as well. Thank me later. <laughs> Did you say and cheese popcorn? Yeah, oh, okay. cheese and caramel Amazing. popcorn mix. Yeah, no, that's yeah. not the yes, cinema yes. trip for your for your heart it's not health. For you, no. no, I check my birth certificate. It says I'm still allowed. <laughs> your metabolism said otherwise. The Big Breakfast with Jono and Nat, a Dubai ninety two podcast. Are you smarter than Jono and Nat? I mean, normally, yes, um, is, the, is the answer to that. The scores lie. The kids are on five. John and Nats are on two since we started the new term of Are You Smarter? That's poor showings for us. It really is. It is, but it's not as bad as it was the last time when it was something like 30 to one or something mad. Wasn't That's it? true, like but this. then we had to reset it just we so did. that we could keep up. <laughs> so we had so, a fighting you know, chance. In a little way, we've cheated. Uh, here's the deal this morning. On the line is somebody to ask us a question. If we can't get that question correct, the tickets to roll DXB will go to Charlotte, who's on the line this morning. Uh, sorry, Emily, who's on the line this morning. Good morning, Emily. 
Good morning. Your mum is Charlotte. I was very close, though. I got yeah. confused between those two. <laughs> Guess which one of us you should ask a question to today. <laughs> uh, Emily, what's your favourite subject in school? Um, I like art and um, math. Oh, yay. I like maths as well, and I'm rubbish at art. And what school do you go to? Arbor. Arbor School. Love that. Amazing. And who do you want to ask a question to today? Jonah. Oh, yes. no! Finally. Finally. <laughs> it's been a while. It's been I know, a while. they it's just a hot keep minute. asking me questions. I'm glad you're getting put through the paces today. I'm going to guess that it's a difficult question. Same deal. Ask the question. Uh, I'll have a quick think about it. Not too long, I promise you, Emily. And if I know the answer, I'll knock it out of the park. Otherwise, however, I'll let you have the prize this morning. Emily, are you ready with your question? Yes. All right, hit me. So, um, it's going to be in German. Okay. Amazing. <laughs> and, and the, the question is going to be asked in German or it's about something German? No, it's, um, so I'm going to um, ask what it means and then you need to answer in English. Okay, go on. So, what does Alf Wolfenstein mean? <laughs> Alf Wolf, Alf Wolfen. <laughs> You know, Emily, the prerequisite was to ask a question that wasn't impossible and neither of us speak German. Um, if you ha- No, I don't think you need to. And if, if you had it, would it be so your like passport or your identity or something like that? Would it be your identity? No. Ide- no? Okay. <laughs> Where did you get with that? Because like, uh, I'm going to go with um, identity card. That was the best thing I had. No. Okay. okay. Then in that case, I'm giving you the prize. Yeah. And you know what's shameful is that I took German for a teeny tiny bit. Oh yeah. Yeah. So actually, it wasn't, so it an, wasn't impos- the worst. It wasn't an impossible question for you because I never took German, but you did in school, so clearly you didn't yeah. pay attention. Can you tell us the sentence in German one more time, Emily? What does Ausrufezeichen mean? Ausrufezeichen. <laughs> what? <laughs> what does it mean? It means exclamation mark. Oh my goodness That gracious. seems like one of the basic things they would have covered off in the first couple of weeks of German class. It also sounds like it's a lot longer of a sentence than just question mark or exclamation mark, right? Do you uh, do you take German in school currently? No, I, I lived in Germany for nine years. So are you fluent? Yeah. That's just very good. Yeah, alles gut, alles gut. Emily. Yeah. Uh, she's unimpressed. <laughs> <laughs> That's all I got. Schmetterling. Great question. I know how to say Schmetterling. I love Schmetterlings. Uh, great question. Tios and uh, danke schön. And have a great day. Uh, you're getting the tickets to Roll DXB, Emily, because I couldn't answer it. Thank you. The Big Breakfast with Jono and Nat. A Dubai 92 podcast. Uh, good you're not going to lie because I want to find out how your All Hallows Eve went. You were out and about yesterday, weren't you? I was. I went trick-or-treating. You know how I'd ordered a Spider-Man costume last week and it was too small? Then I had to order another one. How was that one? Yeah. Also too small. (laughs) (laughs) Do you know why? (laughs) Probably because I ate all the Halloween sweets over the last couple of weeks that I bought for people that were supposed to come trick-or-treating to my house and then I had to keep the lights out because I'd eaten all the candy. So there I am, last minute. Godsons are ready. They're both Spider-Man. And I'm like, yeah, I'm going to go into the bathroom. I'm going to put on my Spidey costume. First of all, got the complete wrong one. I got the one, it starts with an S. It's not Spider-Man, but it's... um, Superman. No, Spins. It's the dark Spider-Man. Yeah, 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 yeah. yeah. All right, so I'd got the wrong costume, so already had disappointed the children. Went into the bathroom, and then you just hear guffaws from the bathroom. You hear me 
trying to get into this very, very tight costume that wouldn't make it past my knees. So what happened? Even though I got an extra large adult size, I thought it was an extra large kid size, apparently. And well, what happened was I had to go as a witch. Ah, so, so my costume was used yesterday. Yes, the costume you bought me came <laughs> in handy at the last minute. Thank you very, very much. And, you know, they were too busy trick-or-treating to care at first. But then, obviously, once the trick-or-treating was done, once dinner had been had, the question was asked, why weren't you Spider-Man? You said you were going to be Spider-Man. And then you try to explain to a child that you've had all the candy, so therefore you didn't fit into the costume. I know you bought a child's costume, let's be realistic. But also, you did eat all of the... So did anyone knock on your door for candy yesterday? No, because I think they heard me tell you that I'd eaten all the candy. Not that they know where I live, but we did put the lights out because I I did snarf the lot. I Mm. didn't mean it. It just one by one, I somehow ended up finishing all of them. You I eated them. Bought it three weeks ago. Yeah. You eated them well, a I long time. I had 21 days to get through, and it was like one candy a day, bucket finished. I Who's feel kidding? Like it wasn't one candy a day. It was like you have one, and then you have four more. I'm glad it's only once a year that kids come around knocking to look for sweets at your house because I feel like they would never stand a chance of getting anything off you. Well, it's true because in recent years, I didn't even bother buying it. I just kept the lights out. And this year, I was like, let's be generous. Let's just get involved. Yeah. What's the lesson you've learned for next year? Buy more candy. (laughs) (laughs) No. Yes. No. And then hide it from myself. (laughs) I can't. Like, no valuable lessons. Love me some candy. How was your Halloween? Amazing. I I, I used your costume, the costume you bought for us, the dinosaur costumes. I used it last night, but I was trying to host an event, and that tail gets stuck in everything. But you must have been the talk of the event, because let's be honest, it was a great costume. It looked amazing. And we have debuted on TV in our Halloween costumes, and if you missed it, you should check our social at Dubai92 right now to see what we did to our sister station, Dubai Eye, while they were all highbrow and talking about serious stuff. We were having all the fun. Yeah, and we managed to do exactly what we said we would do in the show yesterday, which rarely happens that we follow something through from start to end. Yeah. We achieved a goal. Yeah, we ticked our KPIs. I feel like we get... We should get a bonus this year for our efforts. No? No. I think our boss, Hippobosimus, would agree that we deserve a bonus. The Big Breakfast with Jono and Nat. A Dubai 92 podcast. I have a question to ask. Yes. We just played Miley Cyrus Flowers. I love it. I've loved it from the second she released it. I love her new song, Used to Be Young, right? Mm -hmm. So if you're a fan of Taylor Swift and you're a Swifty, what is it when you've become a massive fan of Miley Cyrus? A Miley. Sirens. Like a, a Cyrus. He, no, like, you'd be a siren. Is that it? No. Um, Miley Cyrus fans are called Smilers. Smilers. That's really cool. So I'm a Swifty and a Smiler. <laughs> That's it. <laughs> a it's Swift happened. Smiler. Yeah. Can I wipe that smile off your face, please, as I tell you this story very quickly? Why Sad songs. Cry? Because No, this is good. Trust me on this one. And music soothes the soul. We know that, right? Yeah. What if I told you it could reduce your pain? Listening to your favourite song, but very specifically your favourite sad song, could reduce your pain by 10%, be it that emotional or physical. So you get a little boo-boo, have a listen to your favourite sad song, and you'll feel better. Why? Because the sad song is going to make me sadder <laughs> so that it takes my attention away from the boo-boo, from the owie. No, maybe, like what? I don't know. Maybe you have an emotional... Uh, then reaction to that I don't entirely know that It's stress reduction It facilitates a good night's sleep But it makes you feel better Overall as well So I want, I'm going to try this for you I know okay. nobody's got a boo-boo Luckily in the studio today yeah, Fortunately, No owies in here Stop but calling it a boo-boo <laughs> Let's play you your favourite sad song And see if it makes you feel Instantly better Nats what would you like? Wicked Games From please. Chris Isaac Yes ah.
so good. It gets me right in the solar plexus. Do you feel better? Yeah, I do actually. Well, you're weirdly. smiling, which is weird because yeah. it's a sad song. Joy, let's uh, try the same thing with you. Pull his hair or something there and then we'll play a song for you. What would you like? <laughs> Pull his hair. Um, Ed Sheeran, I See Fire. Oh! Tune, Joey. It's great. It gives me goosebumps. And I hope that you Good joy. That is wow. That's, very, that's an good. underrated Ed Sheeran song, if ever I heard one. We start playing that more often. What is it for you? Uh, weirdly, Freya writing. So I have an entire album on my phone called Sad Slow. Uh, you know, <laughs> and does that cheer you up when you hear it? When I when I'm driving, sometimes I feel like it racks my attention a lot. But Freya writings, she features in there a lot because a lot of her song is quite mopey. I know she sounds very whingy. I mean, she kind of sounds like she stubbed her toe. Yeah. <laughs> but I genuinely have got a folder in my phone called Slow Sad. I believe you. You know what else is in there? That Surrender track. That one's one of those ones that gets everybody when you play that Surrender track. You know the one I'm talking about? No. It features in loads of TV shows as well. And it was in TikToks. When they, pl- when they play a sad video on TikTok and they go, oh yeah, oh, yeah that's a sad moment. They do that and they this play one's... Surrender. This one's better than your first choice Thanks, that's what I should have gone with that one instead Yeah, the first choice actually made me sad Joey's the one, (laughs) loved it So have a listen to some sad music today It might make you feel a little bit better It sounds like a bit of an oxymoron (laughs) But it has to be a sad song you love, apparently The Big Breakfast with Jono and Nat A Dubai 92 podcast And every Wednesday we catch up with the Frying Pan Adventure Sisters For this version of Cheapy Yes, Frida's back with us this week Telling us about some places we can go And chow down That's not going to cost us a whole pile of cash Frida, good morning Good morning, Jonah. Good morning, Nat. Oh, good morning. How are you going to make us salivate this week? Um, Nepal. Nepal is the catchword for today. Today we're going to travel to Nepal. There's this restaurant called The Bhoj, located in Mina Bazaar. Well, that's the colloquial name because uh, the real name is Sukal Kabir. So it's this little quarter that we usually call Little India, located in Bardubai. But I want to say it's increasingly becoming Little Nepal as well because there's been this recent proliferation of Nepalese restaurants and the Bhoj is a Nepalese restaurant. Um, And the dish that I want to talk about is Jhol Momos. Oh, Oh, Momos, the tiny little ones that look like dumplings, these things. Yeah, so it's a Nepalese version of it. And basically, momos are like uh, the Nepalese version of dim sum or dumplings. And you can get them in chicken. You can get them in the vegetarian version. And what they have on the menu as buff, which is not really beef, but it's buffalo. <laughs> and our initial order, we got the vegetarian chol momos. <laughs> okay. That's okay. This was well worth the wait, at least for me. Uh, it's this tasty heart warming fulfilling and actually it's it, it's perfect for the winter and you know the weather has turned in dubai so it's perfect for bringing the winter in and the soup is usually a base with uh tomatoes there's garlic i spotted cumin but the first thing that hits you when it's served is this slightly lemony floral aroma and i didn't know exactly what it was until arva was like oh that's the nepalese peppercorn oh, wow. so this pepper 
is unique to the Himalayan region. It's native and it's just the berry husks that they use. And they probably uh, ground it down, flavored the oil with it. But it's incredible. The, the flavor is incredible. It wasn't too spicy. So for once, I'm not speaking about an incredibly spicy dish. It had a little bit of a kick, but that lemony floral aroma and, and flavor just made that dish stand out for me. How spicy are we talking? Um, Arva ate it. <laughs> That's it. On a scale of one <laughs> to Arva, where are we? Then it's fine. Um, Arva <laughs> ate it and loved it. And uh, I counted the dumplings, by the way, because it, it was so delicious. I'm like, okay, there are four of us. How many dumplings are there? Fortunately, there were nine dumplings. And, it, and it's just for 20 dirhams. So oh. nine dumplings in a hearty flavorful, lemony, aromatic, not too spicy broth. I think that was a steal. That is a bargain. And then I see the, the steam ones that are under the veg option starting at 16 dirhams. The highest price you're going to pay is 25 dirhams for the chili ones as well. That is an absolute bargain. It, it really is. And I love, listen, just to give some context to Arva ate it. Arva does not eat spicy food. So if Arva ate it, it's not too spicy. Not spicy. So yeah. give us the name again. at B-H-O-J, right? How do you pronounce it? Boj. Yes. Poge. Oh, Poge. Oh, nice. Uh, Mina Bazaar in Dubai is where you can check it out. As always, Frida, thank you so much for joining us this week. My pleasure. The Big Breakfast with Jono and Nat. A Dubai 92 podcast. I'm going to tell you something about how to look for love. Looking and it's some... for love in all the wrong places. Looking for love. Well, it's something that you may be looking for when you're looking for love that you might be getting wrong. When is the last time you had a look at your linolia? Um... This morning, actually, weirdly. Oh, Joy, when's the last time you looked at your linoleum? What's a linoleum? What you're saying sounds like very similar to linoleum, which is what you put down on floors. What I'm saying is linoleum, which is, you know the, ha- look at your fingers. You know the little half moon shape on the bottom of your, on the base of your oh, fingernails? Yeah. They're your linoleas. I'm sure he's completely mispronouncing it, by the way. No, that's right, because it's like it's like moon, like Luna. But yeah? there's no uh, I in it. It's linolea. Lunula. Uh, Lunu, or oh, maybe it's Lunu, Lunula. I can say Lunulia, but I can't say Lunula. Just forget it. Lunula. Yeah, that one. It sounds like you're someone's mother, grandmother, or something. How's Lunula? Forget it. The thing at the base of your fingernails. Yeah, the half moon. Basically. Check them out. Because what you're looking for in your perfect partner is somebody who's got matching Lunulas. So, how are we supposed to go about that? Show me your hands. Excuse me. Excuse me. I know you've asked me out on a date or you're on one of these apps or whatever and they're like send a picture and you're like what would you like to see your Lanula please show me your Lanula uh, hang it up how do I just they're like they're see? small so different from mine so, which is why I can't see yours yeah mine are like perfect half moons there look at them look at them yeah. Oh yeah, mine are tiny. Yours are teeny no, tiny. No, no, they're there. We just they're need there. to be closer to each other. But I like you that side of the studio, so stay where you are. Okay. Can I see That's yours? F- can you see your Lanulas, oh, Joe? Yeah, Joey and I have similar Lanulas. How are you even supposed to see if they're similar or not? This is ridiculous. You get up and close and personal with them. Ask them to tell them that. Um, tell them they've got lovely hands. Have they ever considered hand modeling? And then they'll put their hand on the table. I think lovely. And you're like, oh yeah, yeah, yeah. Her, the Lanulas that she has are just not similar you know enough to confusing? mine. We're done. <laughs> Some of mine have it And some of mine don't They're just so hidden under like... the nail bed Find it Anyway if you have Matching Lanulas You're more than half <laughs> Likely half to stay together So more than anybody else You're double the amount <laughs> To stay together Couples yeah. out there yeah. You know If you're listening 
don't check out you, each other's lunulas because then you're going to be like, ours are different, that's it, it's the end. Yeah, no, that doesn't mean anything. It just means that you're more likely to stay together. It's the latest in a whole waft of research to find out where's the best place to find love and it turns out it might be just looking at your nails. Do you know what the most interesting thing about what you just said to me was? Mm. Telling me that the half moon shaped thing on my fingernails is called a lunula from the word luna, which means moon. moon. Love yeah. that. That's the bit that I love the most. Forget looking for it's love like and all the wrong. something you didn't know this time yesterday, except not it's like 6 a.m. The Big Breakfast with Jono and Nat. A Dubai 92 podcast. Charger Book Fair is on right now, which I'm excited about. I haven't been to check it out, and it's on until the 12th of November. 1.5 million different book titles there for me to go and buy. I shouldn't be allowed anywhere near a bookstore. No. Like, honestly, the, the level of books that I keep buying is, is, on, is almost as bad as the level of sneakers, right? But I wanted to ask you, the books that you have in your house like how do you organize them on your shelves is there a specific way that you go about it because everybody has a method or even having no method is a method in itself if you think do you want to go first here joy i don't have bookshelves but i do have drawers so i keep them in drawers the ones that i've read are at at the bottom and the ones that i haven't read are at the top if you had bookshelves would these books jump out of the drawers i've never heard of that by the way and be on your bookshelves Probably, maybe. And then how do you think you would organize them? Still so like I think left to right or you would stack them Left to right, the ones that I've read on the left and the ones that I haven't read to the right. So. Okay. okay, that seems like it but makes sense. But that's it, like no alphabetizing no, or anything like really. that? Too what about work. you? My book collection is very easily organized. It is currently six books and I have them stacked on top of each other in no- paperbacks at the top, hardbacks at the bottom. But when I was younger... And yeah. I think it's still there. In my parents' house, there's like a library because we didn't have the internet. Uh, they were alphabetized. Uh, from A through to Z, every book was alphabetized. By title or by author? By title, not by author. So you could have a John Grisham book at the start of one shelf and then a whole other one like yeah. 12 shelves later? Yeah. And didn't matter, hardback, paperback, they were all alphabetized. I know, right, but that's, that's See, how I did it. For me, at least, it's somewhat of... Uh, Authors, all the same books by that author in one place, kind of like my record collection, you know, all the Fleetwood Mac albums in one place. However, I also like to organize them by size as well. So I don't like to have like one big tall book in the middle. Like I like it to be sort of like a gradient, if you will. Nice. And recently I had my house demolded and they pulled out all the books from the bookshelf and then just randomly put them back. And I cannot tell you how much this has irked me. It is a lot of books that I have to now reorganize. Then also there's a shelf of books that people have given me that had like little dedications written in it, you know, like a... Is that a separate category? Yeah, that was a separate category. Now they're all over the place and I don't like it at all. Is there a right way and a wrong way to do this? No, there isn't, but it's just like a lot of people, some people organize their books by color. Mm -hmm. Some do alphabetized by author. I haven't heard the alphabetized by title like you. That's that's pretty cool. Like, how do you even find a book? Well, I don't. I, you would have to remember the name of it. Remember the name of the book. Yeah, it's easier to remember the name of the author. It wasn't that sometimes. many books either, so it was easy. <laughs> like, it was like three shelves. And other people are just random and they're like, just stick it on there like Joey does. You know, I've read it, it goes here. I haven't read it, it goes there. Does nobody, nobody does it by color, do they? Just I, as a matter of interest. Or by genre. Yeah, by color they do. Uh, some people that like the whole aesthetics of it, all the red books and then going into the pink and yellows and that kind of stuff. So that they do it sense. by color and also by genre. Some people do it like that. So I do have a genre shelf, like any kind of like mindfulness books. Then they're on that shelf so that I know, oh, the self-help stuff, the stuff that is going to improve my mind and help me grow spiritually. 
That's the shelf. So to clarify, there is no right way, no wrong way. It's just nah, however you want to do it. How do you do it? Okay. And if you've got a unique way that we haven't mentioned, let us know. On the way, speaking of colours, I asked that because that could reveal some very specific things about your personality. The Big Breakfast with Jono and Nat. A Dubai 92 podcast. Quick around the room and I'll tell you everything about your life based upon your favourite colour this morning. Uh, let's start off with... Joey, let's go with you first in this. What's your favourite colour? Green. Green, lovely. You are consistent and sensible. You value your social standing and resist change. You have friends, but you tend to prioritise affirmation and reputation. Is that right? It's kind right. Of, I'm yeah, going to go with 75% percent yeah. correct on that one. Uh, kind of like 70 That's, yeah. I have two, so... I'll give you both of those Thank then. you. Purple. Okay. And your second one? Pink. Okay, great. Purple, you're deeply insightful and creative or you're an admirer of the arts and uniqueness. You value gentility and dislike conflict. That is so spot on. Secondly, pink. Sheltered, very nostalgic for childhood innocence. You believe life should be gentle and romantic. You prefer to be uh, you prefer to be upper middle class. What? Well, I don't know about that. I now. don't know about the last bit. But, uh, but the, the rest of it bit, I agree yeah. with. Uh, if you like brown, you're persistent and sensible. If you like blue, you're introverted and deliberate. Wait, wait, wait. What's your favourite colour, buddy? Oh. I would probably go with either like a orange, maybe orange or yeah. I think orange are probably my favourite. I love blue, but so, so we've already us. done blue, haven't we? So tell us about orange. Orange, sociable and good-natured, skilled at making friends. Nope. More inclined towards light affection and relationships. You excel at roles that involve meeting people. That's kind of true. Yeah. I don't enjoy it. But I do excel at those roles. If you're red, you're extroverted and full of desire. You're impulsive and you're emotional. And yellow, you're idealistic and you're logical as well. Can I just can I just correct you on something? Hmm. So I, I've looked at where you found this from, right? Pink. And you said well, you prefer to be mainly upper or middle class. And it says the coloured pink is preferred mainly by upper or middle class women. <laughs> Right? That That's called anchormanning it right there. <laughs> that was similar to what I said, <laughs> not kind of. Really? You, not at all. <laughs> so that means you are one of those then. I mean, no, but still. <laughs> just thought I'd clarify if that. This seems, sounds like weird. <laughs> if this seems. If the Big Breakfast with Jono and Nat. A Dubai 92 podcast. We out. Yeah, we are. And Mario Lopez, he in, talking about trophy hoarding. I think this is something that you would do, like have all your trophies out on a shelf, all your medals and the few things that you've participated in. If I had any trophies to show, yes, they'd be on display. I have a few like, thanks for being involved in our endeavors. I have those up on the shelf. That's called a participation award. And you have plenty of those. Didn't you win an award the other day? You were waxing lyrical about it. I did win best quiz. Thanks for mentioning it, Nats. Yeah. Best quiz. Fancy. Do you have an award? Or? Yeah, there's a plaque and it's like a it's yeah, vinyl. It's like a golden disc that they gave me with uh, with my name and on it. And where did you shove it? Where did you put it? <laughs> I put it up on the wall at the venue where I host the quiz. Ah, okay. So it's not in your house. No. Well, if you want to know more about trophy hoarding, Mario Lopez has got all the details about that. It's not easy to say trophy hoarding. It isn't. Rather you than me. <laughs> Rich has got another chance for you to win with Treasure Island. Uh, back from four, Lauren is here this afternoon. And Laura's back tonight with anthems. We'll see you tomorrow. Have a good one. Bye.